Welcome to the Take 5 podcast from Fortinet. You give us a few minutes and we provide five cybersecurity insights based on the current trends impacting today's technology leaders. This podcast series taps into the expertise of Fortinet's field CISO team, focusing on predictive analytics, AI, and machine learning. I'm your host, Michael Brown, Fortinet's CISO for financial services. And today we're talking with Jonathan Gwen. Fortinet Strategy and Service Relationship Programs Leader, and he's talking about predictive analytics AI and machine learning with strategic services. Welcome, Jonathan. Hey, thanks for having me here, Michael. No, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, I know we're on a five-minute time here, so let's jump right into it. I have a few questions for you. So first, why are we seeing so much attention on AI? Yeah, we're seeing attention on AI because of the massive expansion in the sheer volume of data that's being generated today. So those larger macro trends that we've been seeing for the last few years really are driving the need for technologies and strategies to help us get our arms around the massive volumes of data that we're generating and ingesting and trying to make sense of. And it's also challenging us in the ways we go about collecting, curating, sharing, analyzing broader trends around digital sovereignty, data localization, indeed, AI ethics. You know, I think in many ways, um, the the center of the focus of attention has been around ChatGPT. So I'd like to spend this episode uh, examining ChatGPT and and its implications on on cybersecurity. So the first thing about about it, let's get our arms around what it is. So it's a chatbot that generates pre-trained transformational or transforming data and information using natural language processing capabilities. So it's much more intuitive, much more designed to help people uh, get to what information they need in a more intuitive, approachable fashion, if you will. To give you an idea of a scale of, of, of adoption today, there are over 100 million active monthly users. And to get, put that into perspective, that's about the size of the number of households in the US. You know, from a training perspective, like all AI platforms, ChatGPT and generative AI all depend on training and how well it's been trained. And to put that into context, you have to understand that the training that went into this particular platform over the last five about years, it really is about 500 million digitized books or the, or the equivalent of over 170 billion connections between the words in those 500 million digitized books, right? So we're talking about the ability to simply just add one word progressively in greater accuracy and contextual uh, awareness around the connections and the relationship around words. To put this into perspective a little bit further, not only does ChatGPT embody the principles of being helpful and harmless, but it generates every two weeks equivalent all human data that's been generated since the Gutenberg press. So we're talking since 1440, right? And if you look at it from an IQ perspective, it has an IQ of about 147, which is about 99.9% better than all humans, right? So we're talking about a, a very fast, highly accurate, intelligent, artificial neural network, very similar to the ways that Fortinet's artificial neural network works. It works by looking at connections, by testing things, developing relationships, and weights. And these weights, ChatGPT uses 175 billion weights and it's really a, a system of trial and error until contextual accuracy is built over time. And so what you're looking at is a platform that is intuitive, uses natural language processing, designed to form connections with increasing levels of accuracy over time. And in that way, you know, we see not only the security teams, but also the bad actors, as it were, beginning to use this capability to accelerate 
the detection of vulnerabilities, to accelerate the ways in which we can fish, the ways we can make something more human-like, more accurate, more real, if you will. So that's just the beginning part of where we are with ChatGPT. So those numbers are definitely shocking, but they really put it in perspective. Uh, I guess we can't talk about the benefits without limitations. What are limitations of ChatGPT and then other forms of generative AI? Yeah, so there, there, there are a number of them. Right? The, the, the first part is this, is that whether you're talking about ChatGPT or any other uh, artificial neuro, neural network or neural networks or AI platforms, it really comes down to the amount of training it's had. Uh, how many times have they run these tests? Is the structured training or unstructured learning, as it were? Um, just how many pieces of data are actually ingested? Where is the data sourced from? And also, we have to begin looking at the limitations of the supply chain. Now, how accurate is that data? Is that data being uh, applied by those weights in a nefarious fashion for disinformation campaigns? Remember, the output of these of these uh, answers are highly, highly accurate, human-like interactions, right? And so you get to the point where you begin wondering whether a supply chain, and ChatGPT did, did um, announce a breach earlier this year with regards to uh, its databases. So Again, there is both uh, implicit and explicit bias. Uh, there is unconscious bias because it replicates a human mind. So understanding the tool that you're using, how it was trained, the people who trained it, any sort of bias you may be putting into it, those are the types of, of guardrails that we, we have to be aware of, right? Because you know this isn't going away. Um, AI was spawned because of the huge volume of data that we're generating. We, we work in computing environments that are more distributed, more decentralized, and quicker than ever before. And so I think we're just on the cusp. I think this is one of those seminal moments um, in, in the evolution of, of information and technology. I, I count the Gutenberg Press as part of information technology for what it was. This is the same type of iteration that after this becomes widespread, nothing after this is going to be as it was before because we're going to get to the point where we have data-driven decisions that are enhanced by artificial intelligence to create highly accurate and responsive situations. But the traditional limitations of all technology are built into that, and we need to have safeguards around the ethics of how it's applied, but also understanding that we have to maintain those principles of being informative, helpful, but harmless at the same time. So I definitely agree with you. And you know, storage is a lot cheaper. There's just more and more data being harvested. So around this topic, what are the practical applications of AI on this side of the fence? Sure. So I, you know, I, I, I think AI is is being rapidly used in 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 cybersecurity with regards to automation. And so when we first went into this this um, approach at Fortinet, and we start off with our our, our own you know, artificial neural networks, our own AI-powered uh, sock automation efforts, we were able to demonstrate that our virtual sock analyst was able to be the equivalent of between three to five average humans after about six months of, of training. And at the end of the year, it was easily demonstrated that it was outpacing the performance of average humans around a lot of the things that, that we've discussed in the past with regards to the mundane issues, things that happen repeatedly, uh, the the false positives, the amount of clutter, the amount of chatter that that's in the space today, and so I think that's where it becomes most helpful. It helps, it helps um, structure a tremendous amount of data to triage it in many ways, and then to escalate that to allow humans to do what they do best is really understand context and awareness, 
you know, in, in my experience, for example, um, I've seen a situation where anyone else or the AI platform said, this might be a DDoS attack, but the human being realizing that the customer was in the middle of the Thanksgiving holiday and was probably doing a social media Groupon campaign uh, was in effect self-dosing themselves. So those are the types of things where I think we come in, but certainly uh, augmenting operations, improving decision-making process, accelerating that. I think you'll also see um, the trends around democratizing data and making security more intuitive and more approachable. You know, the the adoption of natural processing language is, is, a, is a capability. That's another way that we get to address the, the lack of, of, of staffing and shortages is that we make the technology much more approachable and the interface much more intuitive so that you can really begin to show positive uh, and compelling results without having a certification that, that really allows humans to use their skills best. I love that example around the holiday shopping spree over there in data. So I'm going to ask a question I think is probably top of mind for all of our listeners at this point after listening to you, but what can organizations do now to get started? So the first thing I would do is this. I would also try to find tools that detect the use of AI. <laughs> you know, it's not just middle schoolers writing essays using using uh, AI and ChatGPT. It's, it's also the bad actors using ChatGPT to make more accurate, uh, more compelling uh, phishing campaigns, right? So the the incongruous and awkward use of English are usually telltale signs of, of a phishing uh, attack. Uh, sometimes the awkward use of email addresses or signatures, those things can be rectified using AI. So you use natural uh, language processing to create very targeted campaigns of phishing by language, by dialect, by region. And so we on this side of the house need to ramp up our security awareness training, but also Again, investing in tools that detect the use of AI. Uh, second, uh, we really need to think about documentation and security standards. We need to think about documenting and keeping things up to date. Uh, that's always been a challenge, and you, you, you and financial services know this better than anyone else. The level of compliance and the burden of that is overwhelming. And then the need to do that, not only a local, regional, national, but a global level as well, really addresses those concerns at the board level about digital sovereignty and, and data localization. So I think AI could go a long way towards uh, uh, ingesting and triaging and curating data from all different sets and geographies so that it helps us with our compliance loads. Um, you know, I think we should also begin using AI in our DevOps processes as well. You know, maybe accelerating the accuracy and timeliness of, of bug detection so that you know, we don't launch products into production with an average of, you know, 25 bugs, right? What I'm really looking for is that rule of thumb that for every 25 lines of code, there is a bug. If we can use AI to improve that, I think we'll go a long way as well. Using AI in combination with something like a Fortinet security fabric so that you can better understand what's happening on the land when data center and cloud edges to understand where the vulnerabilities exist, where the misconfigurations are and where anomalous behavior is, is occurring versus malicious behavior. And I think the last thing I would do is I would really th think about AI, not just one platform, but the ways I can use that and the natural language processing to remove friction from the business place, right? And I, I think making things more intuitive is also another way you go about securing, but also adding value to the business place. Thank you, Jonathan, and thank you listeners for joining us on this episode of Take 5. 
For more information about service providers, please visit our website, www.fortinet.com forward slash communications dash service dash provider. The Take 5 podcast is brought to you by Fortinet. Secure your your digital acceleration with the performance and scale needed to detect and prevent threats across an organization's entire infrastructure, including networks, endpoints, and clouds.